Welcome everybody to Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi and I'm sitting across from the owner of Yarn Texas. I'm talking about Susan Chilcote. Thank you so much for having me in your store. I love it. Well, I can't thank believe I've you. never been in here. Yeah. Well, we, we haven't been here very long. So. How long has it been? We've been here about seven, seven and a half months. Okay, yeah. and I remember the coffee mug down a few doors yes. down gave you a shout out saying, hey, come check these guys out. Yes. They're, they're literally in the same area. You can't miss it. It says yarn <laughs> in giant white letters on the uh, Yeah, that was the point to make it yeah. as big as possible. <laughs> yeah, we want it to be very obvious that yes, we have yarn here. Yes, yeah. and you definitely do. And we're <laughs> we're going to get into that soon. But first things first, are mm -hmm. you from Corpus? No, but I've lived here a really long time. So I kind of consider myself from Corpus I now. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Kansas. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then uh, we, I went to school at Oklahoma State, mm -hmm. and then I just keep going yeah, south. Yeah, you keep working your way down. So. I like the warm weather, so I, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it cold in Kansas? In oh, Oklahoma, yes. It snows, I think. Yes, it does. We The last year we were there, it was snow and ice for four weeks straight. I just said, okay, I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for some warm weather. And my husband's a kite surfer. So being down here is wow. like the best place for him. So oh, yeah, y'all just sound like a really interesting oh, and cool couple. Thanks. But yeah, it's like I'm a kite surfer. I was about to ask, how did you end up in Corpus? Yeah, that's that makes wind. Sense. Wind. I, yeah, my my <laughs> husband said, really, we can go anywhere I want. I said, just you know, warm weather. I don't care. Mm -hmm. He said, okay. And literally three months, or I mean, three weeks later, we were here. Wow. Yeah. He was ready. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> he yeah, he, he, he had the it wind. down. Yeah, and I've loved it ever since anyway, so. Yeah, so what year was that? Gosh, 94. Okay. Yeah, I've so been you've a seen a time. lot of change. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, Corpus is a place that gets under your skin. We actually moved back to Kansas for a little while when my son was about three or four and he's 15 now. Oh, wow. Um, and we just missed it so horribly we came back. I love hearing that. Yeah. Not, not that you were missing, right? Right. I mean, right. Being being sad about it, but I love that you it grew on you. Oh yeah, kind of for way. sure. Because I'm sure you know you've been around many locals, and a lot of them just ah. Oh, I it kills me when people say, "Oh, I just can't wait to get out of Corpus." Because I love it here. Same. I mean, yes, there's frustrating things about Corpus. It's about every town. There's yes. going to be frustrating things, but there's so many good things, and especially the last couple of years. I mean. The amount of creativity going on in this town is amazing right Booming. now. Booming. It's like yes. everybody was on the same wavelength and was suddenly like, hey, yeah, I'm going to open time. up a local business or I'm going to, yeah. whatever it may, yeah, I, I, it's, I'm it's in love. It's wonderful. Yes, yes, I'm in love. Absolutely. And absolutely. you're contributing to that oh, with this amazing you. store. <laughs> so have you always, I mean, were you interested in... Uh, crocheting and utilizing yarn to make not really no okay, um, I've always this. been crafty I've okay. always done drawing and that was my degree is graphic design so I've always been artsy but um that is so cool you're the second person I've met to get a degree in graphic design before graphic design like everybody's oh a graphic designer right now, right you know right. Which, which, which everybody's talented yeah no I'm, great I'm jobs, but you've been in it for a while I have been in it for a while yeah before the computer yes like change and all that stuff yeah but um so I started there um and then about and, and then I started sewing when I was in first in college um and I loved it really that yeah late? okay yeah I you know I pe did a little bit here and there <clears throat> but nothing major and then I decided I wanted to do it when I was in college and my mom bought me a, my first sewing machine I love it and then about 10 years ago or so, I decided it was time to start knitting, and um, I went to a class at the Garcia Library Okay, and learned just the just the knit stitch. That's all I learned. And Is that then, like the <clears throat> beginner stitch? It's like beginner of okay. beginner. Because I don't know anything. Yeah. There's only two <laughs> stitches. Terrible. There's only two stitches, and knit's the first one you learn, um, but the lady moved away. Oh, no. So I learned the rest from YouTube. And just trying it out. The University failing. of YouTube. Completely. Wow. So what was the yeah. first piece of, I mean, like, do you make garments? Or I how made, does that work? actually, it's in the shop because okay. uh, I it's a scarf. It's, it's the most basic, basic scarf, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that you could ever imagine. But I brought it in here because I thought everybody needed to see, you got to yes. start somewhere. Yes. And it's cheapy yarn and it's, you know, I think I got it at Walmart probably and that kind of stuff, but 
I, that's the only thing I knew what to do at mm-hmm. the time. But now, thank goodness, I know a little bit more. Yeah. And now that you um, know better, you do better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's, I just, it was one of those things that <clears throat> stayed with me. I, I'm I'm very nomadic. I like to try lots of different things. Okay, I love hearing that too, that you yeah. don't just kind of, uh, what do you call it? box yourself into one thing. Oh no. Yeah. No, no. If there's a hobby out there that has fiber in it or is drawing or whatever, I've probably tried it. <laughs> but knitting Love was it. the one thing that stuck. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it religiously for 10 years now, at least 10 years. So why do you think of all the different hobbies knitting was the one? I don't know. I've tried to figure that out, but I think part of it is the fact that you take a piece of string and you make a garment out of it. Right. I mean, that's just incredible to yes. me. And the versatility, you can make so many different things in, in so many different ways. And like if somebody, like we're having this um, sock knit along right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm making socks in a completely different way than somebody else is making socks. And mm-hmm. I just love that about it. That's that's my teacher coming out in me. I used to be a classroom teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And I that was my favorite thing in the world when the student would come up with something different than mm-hmm. the way I thought it should be. Mm-hmm. That was the best. So, See, and that's a cool outlook <clears throat> to have because I know a, a lot of teachers would want you to do it exactly their method. Yeah. And the fact that you you encourage people to kind of figure out their own yes. twist. Yes. You know, it's the same end result. And uh, that, that's super cool. Yeah. So, okay, go, we're going to go back a little okay. bit. Because you I know said, I... no, no, no. <laughs> because there's so many things that you guys offer. And one of which you mentioned already in the knit along. Yes. So y'all just started that on the 27th? We started it on the 17th. 17th. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we started with um, casting on, which is how you start a knitting project. And I'm sort of leading doing two socks at a time from the toe up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing a lot of, um, here's how this would be best done. And, and lots of like Facebook and Instagram posts on, this is a great way to try it. Here's a video that will teach you how, but if you want to do cuff down, if you want to just do one at a time, I'm perfectly fine with all that as long as you're making some socks. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's the goal. That's the goal. Knit some socks. Make some socks. So yeah. And you can crochet too. I'm, I'm cool if somebody wants to crochet the socks too. So, so is it uh, like a Facebook Live thing where people tune in and you and you lead them along? Like, explain to me the process. Like, how does it work for this one? Because it's our first one, I wanted to keep it really simple. So what I'm doing is every Tuesday, because we're not open on Mondays. Every mm-hmm. Tuesday, I'm coming on. Um, I'm coming on live with. Um, here's how I'm going to do it. Here are some great videos to check out if um, if you want to do it this way. Hey, but if you want to do it this way, here's another video to watch. Um, I'm not doing any of the training on this one mm-hmm. because I wanted to keep it really simple and I wanted to keep it open for anybody to try any way they wanted to do it. Now, I love that. The really cool thing is a lot of people are trying the two at a time the way we're doing it that hadn't done it before. Mm-hmm. In fact, we even have one from Scotland. <gasps> Whoa. Isn't that amazing? One is in San Antonio. She's a friend that I met, you know, through knitting community. And then the other lady is a friend of a friend. And um, I posted that I was using her book as the pattern I'm doing. And so she joined in with us. And she's never done two at a time the way we're doing it. That is so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's a worldwide knit along. Yes. I mean, I've never even heard of this kind of thing before. But after reading that you offered it. I couldn't help thinking this makes so much sense. Like, of course y'all would do this kind of thing. Yeah. And so you just kind of check in on each other's progress. Yeah. The first week, um, it was a new way of casting on, of beginning the project for a lot of people. And so I had a lot of people come in, Hey, how do I do this? And okay, here, let's work it out this way. And that's been the, actually the most fun thing is people coming in saying, I don't quite understand how to do this or, or can you help me with this? And I, of course, that's what I'm here for. So, right. And then that ties into your being a teacher, like you yes, said. So totally. how did you end up becoming a teacher? Um, like classroom teacher. I don't know. It really just sort of happened. <laughs> but those are my favorite stories. It just kind yeah. of falls in your lap. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did have to work cause I had to get a degree in it and everything, but I just sort of decided I love to teach. I'm, I've always been a teacher no matter what. I always, I'm a researcher and I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. Just that's who I am. Right. But, um, you know, I, graphic design is 
um, it's a really hard field because you're turned down a lot. <laughs> and I think, I think I needed a break from, the, the <clears throat> from that, from the oh, constant gosh. rejection <laughs> and the constant graphic design is really strange because, um, everybody thinks they can do it. Mm-hmm. And I just needed a break, I think. Yes. And so I went back to school and got my master's in education and did that for about 10 years. That's fantastic. Yeah. But I love that though, because you're, you know, you're like, okay, like, let me just kind of expand my horizons a little bit, see what happens. Yeah. I think that's a really cool approach. Well, like I said, I'm nomadic. I mm-hmm. like to try about a million different things. So that's how I end up with all these strange, disparate things coming together. And But yeah. I think it's cool that you're not afraid to try because I meet no. some people that are just like, oh, I'm scared to, because, you know, as I'm driving over here, I'm like, why haven't I ever attempted knitting? And I think it's because <laughs> I'm afraid to do poorly. You yeah. Know? It's just one of those things, you know, like, I'm just not even going to tr- attempt it. When you begin, you will. Trust me, I did it. <laughs> I, I'm seeing your first scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave. can see, you'll be able to see the mistakes. There are only a few in there, but they're there. I don't think I'd even be able to catch it. I, I don't have an eye for it. Um, <laughs> so what were you teaching? I just taught elementary, and I I taught at Chula Vista, so I was teaching fine arts at the same time. Excellent. So even the classroom teachers had to teach fine arts. I taught drama, and I taught fine arts. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a great place to to work. It really was. So what made you decide to stop teaching? Uh, We adopted a son, and I just really wanted to be with him, Mm -hmm. and then um, we we homeschooled him for a while. He went to St. James for a little while, but... He's not a schooly kid, so mm-hmm. we. So it's I not started. For everybody, no, it's really not. No, I admire people who can do the homeschooling. I've so I'm like, how do you have time? To yeah, do it? it's you have to just sort of um, decide you're going to do it and go all in, and it doesn't necessarily have to take a ton of time if you don't want it to. Um, but you have to mentally commit and that's hard. Sure. It's really hard to mentally commit, but once you're there, you're there. Right. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you said you decided to just be with him, right? Yeah. So you got to be at home. I did for a little while. Okay. Yeah. I, I've kind of gone back and forth and I had, um, a, a little shop called the studio for a while. Really? Um, not for very long. But still, I want to hear about um, it. Yeah. It was in Doddridge Plaza. I think I remember seeing it. Yeah. It was a little, kind of an art studio, kind of a maker studio type of a thing. And it was a lot of fun. And I met some amazing people that are friends still today. And I did lots of, I did homeschool classes. I did after school classes in art and um, fiber arts and all kinds of stuff. And I did start carrying yarn in there a little bit too. Mm -hmm. And then my nanny, because my son was little, and I was trying to homeschool and do this at the same time, and my nanny went back to teaching, mm-hmm. and it sort of just sort of threw the brakes on that. And so for I sure. said, okay, this is not the right time for this to happen. So I stopped doing that for a while, and then I just sort of waited, and now it's the right time. Yes, I yeah. definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, so ha- do you think you've always been kind of an entrepreneur because you've mm-hmm. already had a business mm-hmm. and and here you are with your new one. I'm always coming up with ideas. Now, doesn't mean I necessarily carry them out well, but mm-hmm. but yes, I've always wanted to have my own business. It's always been and now I'm my since my son is 15, I'm like, okay, we got to start thinking about a business for you now. Yes. Was so. that to me, I that's something I wish they do <clears throat> teach in schools. I mean, yes. since you, you know, uh have kind of been very hands-on with his education. Yeah. You can show him how to do it. I oh, mean, yeah. you're doing it. You have done it. He sees what it takes because um, his dad or my husband is um, a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. at home. He works at home or he has worked in, a, in an office as well. But um, he knows how hard we work. But it's also great because, you know, if you want to go run and do something really quickly, you can. You're not beholden to a boss. Exactly. So... There's give and take. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's everybody's dream to be their own boss. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially for something like this. Like, you obviously love knitting yes. so much. So what drove you to open a business specifically focused on on what you're focused on? The yarn and the well, knitting? Well, we haven't had one here for like, I don't know, six or eight years. It's been a really long time. And people have kind of kind of nudged me to do it for a while because they knew I was interested in doing it. And I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I just kept kind of like, no, it's not the right time. No, it's not the right time. And then when Susan opened at the coffee mug, it was like, wait, 
that's a great little spot. Oh yeah, she was on the Susans. Yes, I saw her yes. Last week she was, and I told her I was going to interview you next. She thought the Susans are on the move. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, yeah. So wait, and I really originally wanted to be next to her, but mm-hmm. it wasn't ready and all. Right. That. And I said, okay, I don't care. I just have to. I have to get going. And so we we opened on my birthday. <sighs> When's this year, February 16th. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it was the best birthday present no ever. No joke. Wow. And I had this, I had set myself this little goal of, you know, if we just make this tiny amount of money that day, it will be magnificent. I tripled it. Yeah, so I Up did. <laughs> yes, girl. I did way more. And literally, it was standing room only in here that day for almost the entire day. It was the best. That is so amazing because obviously there was a need and a desire for this kind of thing. And people that I had, you know, I'd never met any of these people. You know, of course, friends came in. But the vast majority of these people, I had no idea that they were knitters in Corpus. And so now they're coming here. Yeah, now they they know. Now they know. Here's the place to come. It was amazing. Yeah. So to elaborate even more Mm -hmm. on your nature as a teacher Mm -hmm. you guys offer classes here i have a a list knitting classes crochet classes so what made you decide that you wanted to start sharing your knowledge in that kind of way well i just know um what it does for me you know it it Knitting calms you. It's great. Um, it actually employs both sides of your brain at the same time. Why is that? Because so you've got the artistic part and you've got the counting part, the uh, math part of it, the engineering part of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, because if you are a sewer, knitter, crocheter, you are an engineer. I mean, oh, it's just how I it is. You have that. to make it work together. Ooh, so you are an engineer. That's good. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I know how it's just been such a great thing for me to do it's a great outlet it's a great calming thing it's um creative it it just it's so many wonderful things in your life that which sounds so silly it's just knitting but it really is oh no it's not just knitting I mean clearly <laughs> I mean you made a business out yeah. of it and like you said you've been that's the one that's stuck and you've been yeah. doing it ever since and people were waiting for this kind of opportunity they really were it's kind of amazing um that we haven't had one in a long time but we just haven't and so I just wanted everybody else to be able to experience that like I do and that's part of why I wanted Yarn Texas to to be the way it is and to look the way it is because I want people to come in here and be calm I am and <laughs> no I'm like it is so nice in here yeah I mean just the well thank you it's airy it's bright um it is this, it's this sitting clean. area is so cozy it's clean yeah I don't like clutter although if you saw my house, you wouldn't. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that the truth for like everyone? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's it's you know white and bright. And in fact, there's a one woman who is a regular that comes in here, and she has eye problems, but she loves to knit. And so because I have such great light, yes. she says I come in here, and I'm fine. She sits by the window, <clears throat> and she's good to go. She and that's worry cool. about it. So like, if you want to just come through and just have a place to knit for a little Absolutely. while, absolutely. Yes. If you want to come hang out and knit or crochet or hand stitch or anything um come and do it there's a sofa there's chairs yeah it's super cozy right here and eventually we will have um well we've had already had some hand sewing lessons so we will have more of that we will have spinning in here we'll have weaving wow yeah that's all in my future plans yes so, um, because it's all on the window, mm-hmm. um, my, my husband and I yes, went back is. and forth because he, <laughs> he did that. all my graphics and I said, but I'm not doing that yet. And he said, you will. Mm-hmm. So put it up there anyway. I love so, it. Yeah. No, that's great. And then you... and you'll notice that the first thing is sit. Uh, yes, I did yeah. see that. Sit, knit, stitch, crochet, spin. And then weave is on the bottom. And then weave. Yeah. Okay. In that order. It's great. Yes. Yes. So why the name? Why Yarn Texas? <laughs> Well, I had the my little shop before was called the studio, and everybody's like, "Well, this is a is it a photography studio? Is it some other?" And I said, "Okay, nobody knows, nobody gets it. It's an art studio, but I I didn't want it to be art specifically. I wanted it to be any creative endeavor, but I tried to make it too many things, I guess. Okay, yeah. But I, I with this place, I said, "Okay, I just want everybody to know I have yarn, and it's going to be the." top thing you know the biggest sign i can get that says yarn <laughs> and it is <laughs> and I it love is it. but you know i can't do yarn.com mm-hmm. 
it's been taking a long time. So I thought, okay, well, I love Texas and I will be here forever. So we're going to do yarn Texas. And I, when I was teaching, I did uh, fourth grade history, which is Texas history. Yes. And not being from here, I really got into it and had such fun learning about that it and everything. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Having not been brought up with it. Quick question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause where did you go to elementary school? Kansas. Yes. Do y'all have Kansas history? No. Okay. I mean, we do a little, but not like it is here. Not like a full course. Right. I've always wondered that. Do other yeah. states have No, when I history? came here, because um, I, I had to get more college when I came here, and I had to take te- Texas history, even though it was a graduate degree. I had to go back and take an entry-level Texas history course. Wow. Which was great. I mean, I loved yeah. it. But, but yeah, I love Texas. I love being here. And so I was like, okay, I want to highlight the awesome creators in Texas. And that's that's part of the plan mm-hmm. to have um, local, not local to Corpus, local to Texas, dyers, spinners, you know, all of those people highlight all the Texas creators. Right. So... That's excellent. Yeah, and I because I love Texas history, my part of my plan um, is to kind of tie the Texas history into what we're doing. Like maybe do some patterns that have to do with an historical figure or something like that. It's in still in the planning. Yes, stages. but that's such a great idea because you can <clears throat> tell like you're letting your ideas marinate. Yes, so <laughs> yes, they're they're going to be like multifaceted. Mm-hmm. That is so neat. I mean, so someone who has never knitted, maybe I knitted in like a school project in elementary school or something, <laughs> um, but never done it freely. I'm like, man, that sounds interesting. So if somebody wants to participate in one of your classes, mm-hmm. how do they go about it? Just get online, okay. <clears throat> yarntexas.com, and you mm-hmm. can find what we have. We have, I've had a hard time, <clears throat> excuse me, I've had a hard time with group classes right now in Corpus. People don't want to sign up for a group class. It's kind of strange. So we're doing one-on-ones. And actually, in the end, it's better and quicker to learn. So, yeah. So you can get on yarntexas.com and find out about that. Now, we are doing a class in October for doing color work, which Mm -hmm. is when you have two colors of yarn at the same time. And we're doing a cowl. Wow. Um, So that'll be fun. And that's a a full group class. And I do like homeschool group classes and Mm -hmm. things like that. And... Here and there, I will do group classes, but one-on-ones with knitting and crochet work so much better. I'm sure. Less stress for the person learning, too. Yeah. Something I think I would be nervous about in a group class is falling behind or something. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, So I totally, yeah. Yeah. And I can just sit right with you and just, we'll get it. Yeah. No worries. So you, I just remembered, you taught yourself through the University of YouTube. Yes. I mean, you had to have loved it in order to do that. I <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, I mean, you're literally sitting in front of a computer screen learning. I mean, where do you even begin? Because there's so many tutorials online. How did you pick? Um, I just Googled it. Yeah, just what I just, whatever. Learn. And then, you know, I'd watch a little bit and, okay, I don't like how that person's teaching it. Mm-hmm. I'll move on to the next one. But it was, I'm really, um, you can't tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So uh, if if it's a, a challenge, because it was like, okay, well, I'm going to learn how to knit, damn it. And <laughs> I made sure I learned how to knit, damn it. So, yeah, I had to just, you know, work through it and figure it out. And, like, for the longest time, there's, two, like I said, there's two stitches. There's a knit and a purl. And for the longest time, I was purling wrong, and I just could not figure it out. But I was not going to give up until right. I figured it out. And finally, I was like, oh. That was it, and it took off. And then suddenly, you just get it. I've been there, but that says something about you and how you're able to learn because you don't necessarily need someone. I don't show like you know what I mean. Being hands on. In fact, I'm almost better if you just say, "I need you to do this thing," and then I go do it. Yeah, that's amazing. Is it? It is. I think it's just really rebellious. Uh, even still, I, I think that that's amazing. I mean, who knew, right? Like, like learning how to knit could be a, like a form of rebellion. Oh, it it, to- it totally is a form of rebellion yeah. to some people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is fantastic. <clears throat> it's a little rebellious and a little bit of meditation mm-hmm. all at the same time. See, that's so cool to hear. Uh, you know, because to me, that kind of thing where you just kind of empty your mind in a good way, mm-hmm. clear yeah. your mind, yeah. um, is so important. And as I've gotten older, I've realized, you know, you need to just get your mind off certain things and focus you energy. Do. Absolutely. You know, in a positive way and you're doing it 
and encouraging others to do yes. it too. And one way is through knitting. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. That's. I had no idea. Yeah. But it makes sense, I guess, once you get into a rhythm. You do, and um, yeah, you, there's there's certain things that you can take with you and do anywhere, like um, you know, just straight runs of a certain kind of pattern you can do anywhere. And then there's certain things that you have to sit and really concentrate on. So it's nice to have the choice of the two things. Like we have on Friday afternoons, we have a happy hour. Oh, and so you every can Friday? come in every Friday afternoon. Wow, you can I didn't come know in, this. hang out and knit crochet. So I, you know, I always have to include every, yes. every fiber craft. <laughs> I always feel like it's like knitting means everything, but, um, but yeah, so you can hang out and a lot of people will bring really simple things so they can talk and, you know, not yes, mess something yes, yes, up. Yes, yes. And then the really complicated stuff you have to sit in your house when it's quiet and just not be concentrate on the lace pattern or whatever it is. Yeah. That, that is, yeah. Uh, I had no idea. So what time does happy hour on Friday start? Happy hour starts around three, four o'clock and then we go till six. Mm -hmm. And then most Saturday afternoons, we're here knitting as well. Just okay. hanging out and knitting. Yeah. That is so neat. Okay, that's good to know. And you can, you know, grab a coffee down the way at, exactly. the, at Susan's shop. And, exactly. then, and then come down and hang out. Yeah. I love that. It's so funny. People will come in and they'll have something in their hand. Oh, is it okay if I... Of course you have to bring in coffee or tea. Right. You have to. <laughs> okay. No, that's something I would want to know too. Because yeah, yeah, no. you don't want to like make a mess because it's so clean and nice in here. Um, so something else that I saw that you're doing, and I think it started pretty recently, is the Maker's Ministry. Yes. Okay, tell me about this. Because yes. I actually, today's my dad's birthday, and I stopped by to say hi to him, and he asked me who I was interviewing, and I told him about you, and I told him about this. And oh, I was like, cool. that's pretty cool. He thought it was just the neatest thing. So oh, I want to well, know about thank it. you. Um, well, my husband and son have been doing street ministry for a few years now. And what's street ministry? Street ministry is, it's through um, First Baptist Church, and every Thursday night, they have this amazing food truck that somebody donated to them. It was shockingly, amazingly wonderful. But yeah, so they have a food truck, and they go to certain places around the city, and they feed the homeless. Wow. And... You know, this sounds familiar. I may have heard about this. Yeah. It, yeah. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, but they've been, my husband and son are, uh, my husband's very outgoing. And so he gets out and talks to everybody and prays with them and holds their hands, whatever they need. And my son hands out the food. And so every, every winter, my husband would come home every time almost, oh, they need, they need warm clothes. They need hats. And so last winter I made a few hats. Just, I just did some cheapy polar fleece, sewed them up in 15 minutes kind of hats. And I knew that was only a drop in the bucket. Mm -hmm. And so this summer I said, you know what, we're going to do maker ministry. And we're, our goal is 500 hats by November 1st. We're not probably not going to make that, but I'm, this is a pie in the sky goal for us. Hey, whatever. We are at about, that's not right anymore. I have a number written down. It's not one. It's probably about 130 hats so far. That's fantastic. Yeah. Though. That's And great. they're all knit or crochet. Um, if you sew, I'm going to do some sewn ones too because I have some polar fleece in my stash. And so that's going to happen too. Mm -hmm. I don't really care how they get made as long as we have a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's funny too because my husband kind of interviews people to make sure they're not going to toss the hats. Yeah. Because, you know, some people, they just don't have a place to keep things. Right. And so he, he knows a lot of these people that show up anyway because he's seen them for so many years now. And so he's like, okay. They can have this kind of a hat. They can have this kind of a hat. And right. so he's careful because he knows how much work goes into them. Exactly. And so we've got, you know, a pile. Oh, these are them. Yes. Oh, wow. We've got, we've, we've overgrown our first basket bucket thing. Wow, and, wow, yeah. wow. And there's some that are, I mean. That is They're nice. incredible. Can yeah. I, I yeah, for sure. This is, I mean, this yeah. is. And I have a friend, even one of my wow. friends that, that came to homeschool classes on my first shop. They have since moved to San Antonio area, and they do, um, she's done this hat company sort of a thing called Loving Lids, and they're the, uh, you know, the sort of Tom's thing, the make one, give one mm -hmm. um, mentality, but they were taking a break, and so all the hats that they had made, they sent them to us. Thanks. So goodness. yeah, she sent me like 20 or 25 hats. Wow. It was incredible. So, so it, you're looking specifically for hats right so, now. It's just hats. Okay. Maker ministry will expand to other things as well as we, um, you know, find the right projects. So, but I wanted to start simple with hats. Yeah. Yeah. And hats are easy. They okay. Take, that's what I was going to yeah, ask. Are they're they really easy, easy. They take, 
maybe a few days um, to to create one. And if you use chunky yarn, they maybe take a day. In fact, I know there's uh, a woman that lives in Kingsville that comes in here regularly that she was making a day one a day with chunky yarn. Yeah. That, so, so <clears throat> I mean, I feel like this is something that needs to be spread throughout the. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, for the, sure. The community, like, hey, if you like, you said, if you sew, crochet, knit, yes, hook me up with some hats. I mean, not me, but for yeah, the, completely those in need. Yeah. Kind of and thing. if we run out, you know, if we run out of people to put hats on, there are so many places around the whole country that need them, or around Texas because we are yarn Texas, exactly. So, but there's lots of places we can send them. Um, if we have too many, I, I hope we have too many. I, me too. Yeah. Am I okay? I mean, you're like a fifth of the way there. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are, we're a little over the a fifth of, of the way there. So we'll get there. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, just cause again, y'all been in, y'all been here for, you said about seven months mm-hmm. and already you're offering all these things and already wanting to give out to the community yeah. in this kind of way. I yeah. Mean, I feel really strongly about that. And especially sort of where we are because we see a few of the people that my husband and my son feed on Thursday nights mm-hmm. the church feeds on Thursday nights. So, you know, it means something. Exactly. It's important. I mean, and if, for it to be handmade, I mean, yeah, what an amazing, we, we need to let to those back. people know that they're cared for too. Yes. Yeah. No, you're definitely doing yeah. that. So tell me more. Okay. <clears throat> for those of us who don't know mm-hmm. myself very much, <laughs> I don't know. The difference between knitting and crocheting, because you make sure to differentiate between them. I do. Um, there's a lot of people that only do one or the other, and then some people do both. So knitting is with the two sticks. Okay. And then crochet is with a hook. Okay. Yeah. And they're, they're you know, they're, they make garments. They all, they both make the same sorts of things, mm-hmm. but they both have a different look. So if you have like the granny squares, old fashioned kind of Afghan blanket, that's yes. crochet. Okay. Crochet usually has more holes in it. Mm-hmm. It's a more open weave and knitting is tighter. Okay. Which do you prefer? I prefer knitting. Mm-hmm. I'm better at <laughs> knitting. Crochet is a lot of fun, though. Okay. And uh, every time I come back to crochet, I'm like, why do I not do this more? <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you're pretty proficient at both of them, right? I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at it. Uh, crochet, I don't do enough to feel as comfortable with knitting. Knitting, I just pick up and go. Right. But like I did, um, we didn't really have a lot of crochet. Um, examples in the shop and so I said okay well I'm going to do a crochet scarf it'll be fast and everything but the best time doing it so I'm like why am I not doing this more <laughs> yeah I mean so, so it's the only time you do it whenever people ask for help on it no I, knitting. I I have a, a crochet blanket that's in the works that'll probably take me about three or four years because I only pick it up when I'm done with a knitting project mm-hmm. and I want a little break I go over to do a crochet project so yeah so what do you typically knit are they gifts you know what I mean? Like some, yeah. Um, I, I'm in the process of two pairs of socks right now. Um, I, I have to make some socks for my husband and son before they go camping. Um, I, I knit a cowl for, um, my mother-in-law. Um, my husband's father just recently passed away and I, she needed something to comfort her. So I made this really big wrap for her. Stuff like that. Yeah. I like doing that. I don't really... I give away a lot of stuff because it's just fun to give away. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think that you would carry some stuff that you would knit here to no. offer? No. <laughs> no. You got to do it yourself in yes. here. Yeah. I'm a very big DIYer. So, yeah. No, I, I like that. Yeah. You're, you're teaching them how to do yes, it rather they gotta, than yeah. giving it to them. Exactly. So, I saw because your, your website's fantastic and very up to date. Well, and so, you mentioned, you know, now that cooler weather will be here soon. Mm-hmm. That chunkier yarn might be what you're wanting to yes. use. So I don't think I realized that there's, what do you even call it? Different sizes of yarn? Yeah, different, different weights. Weights. Yeah, okay. weights is what we call it. Yeah, it goes from lace, which is teeny tiny, to chunky or super bulky. Or you've probably seen in magazines where you can do that arm knitting and the stuff's like, It's you know, huge. Yeah, two inches around or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that huge variety. And it really just depends on what you like to do. Um a lot of crocheters like the chunkier yarn. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I think of when you say crochet. I think of like chunky. Yeah. Like this. I mean, yes. is this even considered chunky? That is, uh, yes. This is this is chunky yarn. I'm looking this at is, this super awesome hat. Yeah, this for, is chunky uh, yarn. And the nice thing about out. chunky yarn is I just it, love this it just, so it works. <laughs> I really do. Good, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. But it works up fast. 
Oh, yeah. That's okay. why. Because, you know, it's huge. It's, it's huge compared to the lace. And the lace yarn just takes a long time. But if you get the skinnier yarn, you can make it more about the process, the journey, than about the product. And I, I really like for people to do that at least part of the time. I get it when you have to make a quick gift or whatever. Right. Go for it. But you need to sit with your project and live in it for a while mm-hmm. and, and be in that moment of the meditation of the stitches. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what part of this is. Yes, you get a beautiful product at the end, but you need to appreciate where, you, where you're going. Exactly. Too. What a yeah, beautiful thing to, to say. Because, uh, yeah, especially if you're trying to meet a deadline or something, you're probably just like, I just want to knock this yes. out. But that's not the point. It is not. It yeah. is not. It's, it's, it's the meditation of the stitches is the point. And sometimes it's hard to recognize that when you've been working on 10 inches of, of the same stitch over and over again. But just you step back a minute and kind of regroup and say, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. I need to do these stitches. It's good for me. So, so when did you, can you remember specifically when you realized, wow, this is almost therapeutic, this whole process? Can you, can you reflect um, back on that? Probably when I was about three or four projects in, maybe. The first couple projects are just, you know, you're white knuckling it, trying yeah. to get it figured out. But, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, it's a, a <clears throat> constraint you put on yourself because you want to get it yes, right. Yes, yes. And I'm kind of a perfectionist about getting the stitches even and all that stuff too. But yeah, um, it becomes, after you do it for a little while, I always tell everybody it's about the muscle memory. Mm-hmm. If you can get your hands to do the right thing over and over and over again, your hands know what to do. Yes. And so shortly into your knitting you know, journey or whatever, you'll, you'll understand that it's the process. And it doesn't take long. Mm. It just takes you kind of accepting that this is, the first couple are going to be hard. The first at least the first project you're going to you're going to cuss it and you're going to like <laughs> want to throw it out the window and you're going to you're going to want to rip it out don't just the first one's going to be hard it will get easier yes, trust come me come talk to Susan yes. if you are super frustrated <laughs> definitely definitely yeah i just i love the idea of utilizing it not only to make a beautiful whatever it may yeah, be but right. also to kind of like zen out Completely, yes. Yeah, I, I just think that that's and it's tremendous. And it's a great uh, method of connection, too, because it, you will speak the same language as another knitter or crocheter. You really will. And there is a language to it. Um, you, When you read a pattern, there are, you know, if I tell somebody, hey, you just do a slip, slip, knit, and they're like, what? Same, my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a slip, slip, but knit. But <laughs> any of the ladies that come in here, you know, or we have a few uh, male knitters too, which I'm excited about yes, that. Yeah, that's great. Yay, come on, boys. Um, but yeah, they, they know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's a great way to connect with other people too. Well, And th- this is an excellent place to do that. I mean, yes. you're literally saying, come through. Fridays, there's happy hour. Yes. If you just need a place to come sew, crochet, knit, whatever yes, it may be, anything. roll yeah. by, uh, just the inclusivity. I just yeah. love so much. Oh, and I, I've got to say, if you have yarn from another store, it's really okay to bring it in here and knit. <laughs> we have not had a yarn shop for so long. People come in and be like, uh, are you okay with me bringing another brand? I, yes. Yes, a million times. No, thank yes. you for saying that because these are all, <laughs> if I were a knitter, I'd be uh-huh. like, ooh, I probably can't go in there with that, right? Yeah, no, you can't. You totally can. That's I, great. You know, I, I even said on my, for our knit along, for the sock knit along, I'm not using my own yarn mm. because I have a stash too. We haven't had a yarn shop here in a long time. So I have a stash as well from other stores and I'm using it up too. So it's perfectly fine. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing yeah. that. Uh, so of all the pieces you've made, which mm-hmm. one has been your favorite or that you're most proud of? I made a, an orange cardigan. Orange is my favorite color. Okay. Any orange? Uh, a specific shade of well, orange? Well, Oklahoma State orange. Got it. Um, but that's where I went to college. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's it's uh, part wool, part cashmere. Mm-hmm. It cost a fortune with for the yarn. And yeah. then I had to still go make the sweater. Wow. But, 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 but I love it. Okay, this is... Do you have a picture of this? I have to see it. I mean, even if you send it to me later. Um, I do, yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I when I had... Um, I had my portrait done when I was starting to think about it. I had because a, a friend of mine is an amazing photographer, and I said, "Well, hey, can you take this? Take some pictures of me for my website and stuff." And 
Of course, I had to wear that. Sweater. Oh, it's on your website. Um, I don't think it's on there right now, but okay. I will. I will. I, I want to see yeah. this. Uh, so it's you, around somewhere. You it's made on it one of my... for yourself. Yes, a wool cashmere. Oklahoma it's a cardigan. State cardigan. Yes. How cool is that? Yeah. I, I wow. <laughs> so would you say? Is it more economic to make it yourself than no. to purchase something like that? <laughs> well, it depends. It can be, but that one was one of those, you know, splurge items. But that sweater in a in a store, hand knit, would probably be, I don't know, six or seven hundred dollars. Exactly. So yeah, well, that like. that one one is yeah. It's there's such a range of materials that you can put into a sweater or a scarf or whatever. That you just have to sort of uh, learn them mm-hmm. and or ask me. Um, yeah, but, why would you even know where to start? Yeah, because because uh, that's a, uh, I'm glad you said that. It's a perfect segue into my next question. How do you know what kind of yarn to use for a hat or for a cardigan? Or is it really just up to you? Or not all yarns created equal? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for the most part, yes, it is up to you mm-hmm. um, because. Even if you use a yarn, it goes to my rebellious side again. Even if you use a yarn that is not called for for that pattern, it it probably is fine. It just depends on... Because, like, if you have a wool yarn, it's stretchier. If you have a cotton yarn, it's stiffer. It will hang more. If you have a bamboo yarn, it's more drapey. So you do kind of get to know... What will work with what pattern? Okay. So it's just a matter of experience or, again, come ask me. I'll right. help you. I love that's. I love picking out the stuff to put together. It's a oh, lot of fun. That's so cool. So people can come in and say, hey, I want to make yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Like, what do you recommend? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what do you, so do you switch it up like seasonally with what kind of yarn, like the weight and the colors yes. and that kind of thing? Yes. We haven't had a lot of seasons yet because we know. haven't been open very I long, I but yes. I seasonally, yeah. uh, <laughs> lightly. Yeah. I didn't have very many chunky ones in here for, for this whole summer basically. But like I said in, you know, on my website that it's time now, it's okay. But yeah, I st- stuck with a lot of, um, thinner and not all wool or um, not even wool at all. Um, and you know, I have to have some of that in here just because people start knitting in the summer for Christmas presents or whatever, but, but I tried to, tried to have quite a bit of thinner, more -hmm. comfortable things for here for the, not necessarily for summer, but if you go somewhere that the air conditioner is too high or whatever, you put a scarf around your neck. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you, because whenever you open up a shop, you have to get your merchandise, right? So how do you select who you get your stock from. Um, I always wonder that. Is yeah. Like, do they send you samples? Like, how does that work? There are salespeople. There are yarn salespeople that will come in. Um, there's distributors that you go through. But I really, just because I've traveled to different yarn shops and I saw what I liked, mm-hmm. and then um, I contacted that company and said, I really want to carry your yarn. And... Just as simple as Did, that. Yeah. A lot of times it is, um, you have to figure out who the distributor is. So it's, it's a little convoluted and the yarn, um, retail industry has not really caught up with sort of the Amazon mentality. So it takes a long time to get yarn in, which right. is really frustrating to me cause I'm all about Amazon, but <laughs> I, I know it's like they really conditioned us to like yes, expect it's things in two days. <laughs> No, I I get it. Yeah. As a consumer. Yeah. So it's, that part is hard for me to kind of just let it go. But, um, but yeah, it's, and it's a bit of hit and miss, but, um, I think I've been doing it long enough that I can kind of get an idea of what people want to see. And so far I've been pretty, there's a few that have been like, okay, that was probably not a great one to get, but for the most part, for the vast majority of the stuff in here, it's been people have been responsive to it. So that's a good thing. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause I'm like, I've just, anyone who decides to open a business or multiple businesses, I have tremendous respect for because I've never, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. So for somebody who wants to start a local business in Corpus, like what tips would you give them? Oh gosh, that's tough. Um, <clears throat> I think in Corpus, if you if you're actually going to do brick and mortar, location is crucial, um, and the real estate market for little retail spaces in Corpus is tough. Mm-hmm. So um, 
that's, that's just be careful about where you are and think about who your audience is. Um, uh, we are very lucky because we're the only yarn shop. So right. we have a little bit more leeway. I love that you pounced on that. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I, f- I don't feel like I pounced on it though. I think I waited a really long time. <laughs> but but but, you, but I finally needed just to did. be yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. you knew it wasn't time yet. I did. I just kind of felt that. Yeah. 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 But um, so that's really important. Location's really important. Um, make sure you get all your legal stuff right first. Um, you know, tax number and all that stuff. That's really important. And start talking about it on social media like way before you ever open. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a pop-up shop at Archer Soapworks. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, maybe like two months before to kind of let people know this was happening. And I think so, I remember LaDonna talking about this. Yeah. Yes. And uh, kind of like and giving she's been, a shout-out. I mean, she and I are such good friends, and yeah, she was, she's was she been a great support. Um, but when I started talking about doing a pop-up, she's like, you're having it here. <laughs> it's just all there is to it. Yeah, and you don't here. tell LaDonna, no. No, no, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> She's so great. But, yeah, so that, social media has been great for me. Um, so, that to me, that's the biggest thing to start talking about on social media. Yeah, I agree with that. And I really love that you emphasize and encourage talking about it prior to even opening yeah. up. Like, build Wait, up yeah, ways, that uh, excitement and that yeah. expectation. As far out as you can. And... Put your face on social media. Oh, this terrifies me. But you're so good at it. You oh, are excellent you. at it. I just start talking. I mean, did you have to overcome any anxiety about that at all? The first one made me a little nervous, but I I started doing lives. Um, I also am a huge proponent of natural health and essential oils. Mm-hmm. And I started educating on natural health. And, um, I have just like a little group about, you know, that if people want to learn about natural health, come and see me. Yeah. And, um, so I just did it the first time and it was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. That was easy. Yeah. And then I just, you know, took off from there. No, I love that you embraced it. And, uh, yeah. So that, that's another, um, question that I always like to ask mm-hmm. my guests is how has social media, because, okay, when you open up the studio. Yeah. Was social media prevalent? Not as much. Not really a lot. I mean, I did a lot on Facebook, um, but like Instagram is my place now because Same. it's visual and exactly. You know, it's it's so I don't. It's more interactive, I think, than Facebook. Facebook is almost feels like you're a step back from everybody. Mm-hmm. Instagram. If I want to talk to somebody, I DM them. That's you know, you're it's right. True. There. Yeah. It just feels like I'm right there with somebody. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> and so, do you feel? With Yarn Texas, that social media has been a game changer in terms of getting the word out there. It really has helped a lot, a lot, because um, it's so easy for people to share it. And I can put, okay, we're working on this today. Or I can get on there and talk about what we're doing today in the shop. And it goes far and wide. And it's it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it has been a game changer for sure. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, something about Instagram. Yeah, I just... Uh... I favor it. I do too. And, and uh, I like seeing other businesses utilize it because yes. everybody everybody has something like really amazing going on and Instagram enhances it. I don't know. I, I just it does. It. it does. And it's it's almost a simpler platform than Facebook. Maybe Facebook, that's you got to go through the wall and all that. Yeah, maybe you that's know, it. There's too many things on a Facebook wall. Instagram is right there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there it is in, in black and white. Yeah, or, exactly. And really or beautiful in colors. Big color, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. I'm, you know, a amateur photographer as well. And so my graphic design skills come in handy and I have fun, you know, picking out a piece of yarn and putting some, maybe some prop with it or whatever. And I have a great Truly, time doing yes. my you, photos. You can tell, like I said, I mean, you just seem to be a natural at it, but now that I know about your graphic design background, yeah, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the holidays, can we expect some really neat things going on in here? Yeah, I've been, I don't have a lot to like promote or anything yet, but I, lots of brain um, storming yeah brainstorming <laughs> going on and so yeah yeah um yeah i don't really have too much nothing i can yet. talk about nothing yet, yet but we're i, be I would say to i will give a little hint that i'm working on a texas based subscription box for texas dyers fiber artists whatever so if you're interested in supporting texas fiber artists 
I'm working on that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How exciting is yeah, that? Yeah, I'm very excited about that. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be waiting for more information yeah. on that. And so something else that I wanted to ask you. For somebody who's always been interested in, I'm going to say knitting as a catch-all. Right. What do you recommend for getting started? I mean, having never done it. Um, you need a ball of yarn and two sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you either, however you learn best, but you can either get on YouTube. But I do recommend in the beginning to come, to sit with somebody, come in here or find a friend or whatever. It's easier to learn when somebody says, yep, you're doing it right. No, let me try this again. Yes. I mean, I, yeah. I know I would need someone to say, hey, like that's, yeah. that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, and literally that's all you need is you need a ball of yarn, you need your needles, and you need a friend that knows how to do it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And see, we and know start. that they can find a friend. Absolutely. Actually, everything here. Yeah, you can get you all of that. Because you have the tools, the yarn, and, and the I will be happy to help help you learn yeah oh my god yeah. that's tremendous yeah so if people want to see what events are coming up you guys have an actual calendar on yes. your website yarntexas.com mm -hmm. so people can scope out what's going on yes so what kind of events are on that calendar because i noticed you had like little colored dots yeah i've come kind of, i'm playing with the dots i'm not sure what colors they're supposed to be yet but I um, like it. <laughs> it's what color is what is this lots one? of colors so i'm good with color rainbow is my favorite color um <laughs> but um yeah we have i Put stuff like uh, the happy hours are up there. If we have a trunk show, we will have an, some other um, shopping sort of things. I know we're having one in December, um, a little shopping day on a Saturday with um, a woman from, gosh, I cannot remember where she's from, but she does these great little looms that would be great Christmas Ooh. presents. Um, and yeah, trunk shows, classes, happy hours. Any stuff like that is on the calendar. Yeah. So it's all there. Yeah. Anything you would need to know is on yarntexas.com. Also information about the Maker Ministry. So yes. if anybody listening wants to get involved and uh, make a hat or more. Yes. And donate them to Susan and Yarn Texas so they can donate them. That would be tremendous. And uh, Susan, I just want to thank you so much for being a guest and... Uh, what you're doing and what you're oh, uh, you. providing. I mean, literally a place for people to just come relax and create. I mean, it doesn't yes. get any better than that. I like to say this is a sanctuary for creatives. I believe just it. come in here and be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just the vibe in here. As soon as I walked in, I'm like, I could hang out. <laughs> Good. Well, maybe hey. I do need to learn how to I knit. think you should. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again. Thank you. And, uh, this is I fun. just can't wait to see what happens next. Great. Thanks.